only important thing about design is how it relates to people. These are the words of Victor Papanik, legendary designer and educator. Welcome to another edition of Easy Tech on Radio. I am AJ, your tech guy. On Easy Tech today, we will be discussing design, what it is and how to get into it. But before then, let's join Didi for The Wire, where we'll get to hear some of the latest news in the tech world. Hi guys, welcome to The Wire. The top stories are, federal government extends Nintendo's linkage deadline by 8 weeks. Jeff Bezos steps down as Amazon CEO. Apple face ID to work for mask wearers. The ongoing national identification number NEE and subscriber identity model SIM integration exercise has been extended by 8 weeks with a new deadline of April 6, 2021. This message was conveyed by the Minister of Communications and Digital Economy, Dr. Issa Ali Ibrahim Pantami, during the meeting of the Ministerial Task Force on NINTIM Registration, which held on February 1, 2021. In a statement made available, Pantami stated that the extension is to give Nigerians and legal residents more time to integrate their NIN with the SIM. It was reported that a total of 56.18 million NINs have been collected by the mobile network operators. Each name is usually tied to an average of 3 to 4 SIMs, and this infers that the current figure accounts for a significant portion of the existing SIMs. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos will step down from his role as chief executive later this year and transition to the role of executive chair. He will be replaced by Andy Jassy. Bezos has been Amazon's CEO since its founding in 1995. He oversaw its growth from an online bookseller into a $1.7 trillion global retail and logistics behemoth which has also made Bezos into one of the world's richest people. Jassy has worked for Amazon since 1997 and currently serves as CEO of the company's cloud business, Amazon Web Services, its biggest profit driver. US tech giant Apple is rolling out technology that will allow its iPhone users to unlock their phones while wearing their face masks. The next update to the iPhone operating system will let owners use a face cam to unlock their handsets even when wearing a mask. At present, trying to use the Face ID feature with part of the face covered triggers a screen asking users to type in their passcode, which many find frustrating. But users also need to be wearing one of Apple's more recent smartwatches. In 2020, Chinese researchers suggested Face ID could be unofficially reset to recognize masked faces by folding a mask in half, holding it over the lower part of the face, and rescanning. That's all on the wire this week. I am Divide Ado. Alright, thank you very much Didi for The Wire. Uh, on today's episode, I caught up with an ICT expert here in Port Harcourt, Mirbaka Joshua. He's an identity designer. We had a conversation about design, the various types and functions. Let's hear what he had to say on the chat room. My name is Mirbaka Joshua. Um... I double in design, I tend to like double in design, but basically I'm a designer, right? I'm an identity designer that we give um, the face and the strategy for brands and businesses. I studied geography. I did my youth service at Mimin um, Kebi State, and um, that was actually when I started doing design. Because in Kebi State, um, on average, I think the least amount of time we've had light in a day is 12 hours. Really? Yeah, there's constant power supply. So out of boredom, basically, I started doing 
I, I got um, tutorial videos on how to use Photoshop and Illustrator okay. from my friends and that's part of my journey to design. How long does it take to learn this skill? Everything is dependent on um, the time you have and I would say passion but the zeal to be able to develop a new skill for yourself. So from the first time I started learning to uh, my first job, my first job basically was designing certificates for my CD group uh, for the Outgoing Expo. So it took me roughly two months. So basically, what, what kind of training does someone need to be designed? This is already, it feels like it's an overbeating word, but one thing that is ideal, I think it's ideal for everyone to call themselves a designer, is empathy. And when I say empathy, like the facts look beyond yourself to try and put yourself in the situations of other people and right? you see something you feel okay i feel this can be done better or not necessarily i feel this can be done better you like to understand why it was done this way and if there's a better process to make it more streamlined and easier for people what is design basically in nigeria i want to tell someone you're a designer the very first thing they think is a graphic designer <laughs> but there are different aspects of design um we have product design which is how your apps and your websites work, how they feel, like your digital products, Instagram, Facebook, how they are designed. We have people that are focused solely on doing that, that's product design. We have your user interface designers, um, they are under your product designers, but they just design how your websites are absolute. And then we have your user experience designers. These people determine the experiences you get when you are using a particular product or service. So that interaction you have when you click on your profile photo on Facebook, and it comes up with all your details. The user experience designer has done that. We also have your service designers. Right? Service design is like an abstract form of design. So an example of service design is the transportation system. Yes, almost bought a flight. The process it will take you to book your tickets to when you board at the airport and when you land at your destination. It's already a process. But when you want to book your hotel room too, it's a process and that is really done by service designers. We also have your industrial designers. This will design the, the physical products like your computers, your phones, the industrial designers as well. So there are different areas of design, but here in Nigeria, the misconception people have is once you see you're a designer, everybody thinks you're a graphic designer. Right? The most common one is the graphic designer everyone knows, okay, making flyers, making posters and all that. That's the most common one. And I feel almost every designer starts from that. To do design, you need to understand um, basic principles of design, okay, color, balance, hierarchy. And a very good place to start is usually graphic designers. Most Nigerian designers, or the ones I know of, they have graphic design background. So they come from graphic design, and then they advance into, okay, I want to do um, maybe product design, or I want to go into industrial design. But graphic design gives you that basic foundation of getting into design. Some foreign designers like um, the likes of Polasher, they all go to design schools where they are taught the basics of the base of graphic design, where they manually do designs themselves before they can use software to um, Do we have them enough in Nigeria? I, I would say yes, because I believe more people are getting into, for example, the field of product design, like I said. But in reverse states, I can't say for sure, because I feel like we're having a brain drain not just of um, design talent, but generally of tech talent. So we're having a brain drain to um, places like Lagos, where you find more tech companies that value these talents, dragging them out of the states to Lagos. So there's more like there are spaces for people to... Yes, there are spaces for people to... Now, what, what do you think this brain drain happens 
You see that we don't have people who appreciate design here in Kakon or it's just that it's more lucrative elsewhere. I think it's a mixture of both because I've been in situations where I try to uh, present myself as a designer to people and if you hear a generalist say, because you do design, okay, someone can call you today, okay, I need a book to be designed. Someone can call you tomorrow, can you design my website? Someone will call you tomorrow, can you design my logo? So I think that is it. Um, it's on that part. And then it's lucrative. I don't know of many tech companies in Port Harcourt compared to the ones I mean in Lagos. Another thing is, even if you have to get um, a job in Port Harcourt, what should be offered as pay is nowhere in what should be offered in Lagos. Right? So what I think people are doing now is they are applying for these jobs in Lagos. But they are staying in Port Harcourt, so they are basically working remote. I'm a graduate of the University of YouTube. <laughs> okay, yes. that's nice. So anything you want to learn, you can find on YouTube. It's better you understand the basics first for free before you try and pay for courses. Because some design courses, if you want to do it online, they are very, very expensive. Very expensive. Like I know I checked out one for myself and I was seeing something in the range of 150000 for a single course. So it's better you use YouTube free resources and learn or you find places that will give you that training for a very cheap amount. Either you learn for free or you find places, trusted places that will give you that training. It is profitable to do design but um, when we talk of profits we also have to talk about ethics. I had a conversation, so I was doing a meetup, direction design meetup, which I met the former top designers in Riverstone, who now they could be. And we were having a conversation. Someone asked, so how do people grow in this? And he said something. And he said, there needs to be ethics in design, but how do you teach ethics to people when there's online demand? And because there are certain things as a designer you shouldn't do. But because you are looking for the next paycheck, because you are unsure of when this next job will come, take certain jobs in. But in design, it's better you, people will say carve a niche for yourself, build a trusted brand, so to say. So when people come to you, then that this is the height of service you will get, will this, that you'll be able to meet your business goals as such. So yes, design is profitable. In the short term, while you're learning, while you're trying to find your niche, it's really difficult because you have to find a way to sell yourself and also keep with the ethics you've learned from other designers. So yes, it's profitable, like everything is serious. It is profitable, but just the patience to put that line and keep on learning. I believe those are the only factors. When we look for something, I say it a lot the world is going digital. You don't have to wait for that cinema to, when they say, press you, that's urgent to kill. No, try as much as possible to learn on your own. If you don't have data to work with your videos, that's get on get to the of data. You can download free resources, read these books. Fine, you may not have what to practice with, so that's understandable. But design, like everything, Starts from the basics of using your kids, pen and paper. You don't need to go straight to the computer first. I do identities and that's logos and brand strategy. I still use pen and paper. Before I take my designs to my computer to authorize, I will sketch out on paper first. Just get those resources, learn as much as you can, read, even if it is not available to you. Sell yourself to people, you can tell that senior man. Instead of asking him for money, you can try to offer him value. That's the thing people don't realize. We always want to take, take, take. But people are more respected and will get more help when you offer some form of value. Fine, you may be offering value to somebody that you feel will not, um, does not need your service, but that person can be a stepping stone for you, somebody that needs your service. So offer value first. If 
people appreciate the offer of value first before people that always want to do it. Do you need to know how to draw? No, we don't. We don't need to know. Is there anything government as people can do? What I attribute to government is mostly policies. I'd say there are policies or strategies put in place to encourage people to come into tech. That would be amazing. So say, for example, you can make the business environment in the state more conducive to allow these companies to set up remote offices in the state or set up trainings that allow people to come and learn these things and go back out into the world and practice. There's a saying that it's little jobs that make the right solution. So lots of those little, little things, policies here, just get people genuinely involved in tech. Find the proper bodies that will train them. So not everybody who knows something can teach. They can liaise with other hubs and not in the state per se. Train people that will end up training more people. That's it, little policies and little trainings here and there can go longer. So what is your excuse now? Like I like to say, with Google, no one has an excuse to be stupid. In this case, with the internet, you can learn any skill and be self-reliant. Alright, it is where we draw the curtains on today's edition of Easy Tech on Radio. As always, you can follow us on social media. I am AJ underscore Dikachi on all social media platforms. You can listen to us on SoundCloud. Just look for Easy Tech on SoundCloud. The Easy is spelled E-A-Z-Y then Tech. And of course, you can listen to this episode and previous episode. Until next week, when we come your way again, I am AJ. Have a wonderful day.